0: Good morning, MBC, ECT, Combine. Would you like to open your Bible with me to First Corinthians chapter 12? I'm going to read from a version called the NLT. It's quite easy to understand. I like this version. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to talk about ministry today. And when we think about ministry, we, we think of different things. You know, even when you go to um, read your news and... Look at the country. uh, There are so many departments called ministries. There's a ministry of education and there's the minister of education. There's the ministry, the department for uh, health and public services and then there's the minister for health and then there's a minister for many other things, the the economics, the politics, the defense. So even a, a country has so many ministries. They have so many areas where they serve the public and the church as well. We have ministry. In fact, I think, uh, the political system maybe copied the church in using the term ministry. Very well, because the church existed long before democracy, as the Western world knows it. When we think of ministry, sometimes we we think about something that is uh, so easily recognized. Like, oh, there's so many beautiful and handsome singers singing, and the worship leader and and me sharing. Uh, everybody up here, um, or or some of them over there, uh, Vanessa and Winanto. But these are just the the ones who are visible. And there are so many, so much works being done behind the stage, behind the scenes, right? Even for us to have this uh, set up for worship, we need someone to come very early in the morning, 8.30, or even earlier to set up the stage, to set up the musical instruments. And even before that, for us to have this place, uh, we need people even months or weeks ago, who contacted Aaron Swanston, the management, to arrange for the hire of the venue to pay and everything. So there is so much work being done behind the scene. And this is when we think about ministry, not just whatever is visible, but there are so many things happening behind that we can take part in. And I want to challenge you to, to think uh, more broadly than uh, often we think about ministry. So I suppose you have found First Corinthians 12. I'm not actually preaching. I'm just sharing a little bit. So let's read from chapter oh, I mean from verse 12 as well. Okay, first Corinthians twelve, verse twelve. I will read rather slowly. The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body, so it is with the body of Christ. Just same as our body has many parts in the hand, the feet, the teeth. The body of Christ also has many parts, okay? Some of us are Jews, some are Gentiles. This is in the Corinthian settings. Some are slaves and some are free. But we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. When Paul talked to to the Corinthians, they have a different background. They have different uh, social class, economic status. Some even are slaves, very low, and some they're very uh, rich and powerful. Uh, Some are Jews, some Gentiles. But Paul said, no, 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 forget about it. We share one similarity. We share the Spirit of God and that makes us one. In verse 14, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not a hand, that does not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not part of the body because I'm not an eye, what would that, would that make it any less a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body with an ear. How would you smell anything? You don't have a nose. But our bodies have many parts, and God has put each part just where He wants it. Who puts it? Who places the parts in different parts? Who, who who set the different parts? It is God. And God sets us in, in different parts of the church with our different, uh, different talents and interests and skills so that we have each a place in the body of Christ. To do something. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. It's not the body. If the body is just a nose, it's not a body. It's just a, a big nose. But the body is not all nose. It has intestines. Uh, you cannot see it, it's probably even yucky, but it's needed. Can you imagine not having intestines? You'd be dead. The body has hair, the body has even a have a hidden nose hair and things. But they're all needed. And who has placed the different parts? It is God. God has placed them. I think one of the enemy when we talk about ministry is the 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 mindset of comparison. Ta-da. This is what I do. This is what I'm good at. Why are you not so good in that area? Somebody, something wrong with you. Oh, I'm, I'm so good at this. Why is my cell group, they're lacking in this? Well, what if you put the question the other way around? Why did God put this skill and talent in me, maybe I need to, to give it, to contribute it to the church. Maybe uh, there's a bit of that lacking, but I have a bit more so that I can take part in the ministry and enrich it in the way that God has enriched myself. The, the enemy of, of uh, the good collaboration of the body of Christ with its different part is first the mentality of comparison. And God has, because God has put Each one of us in a different place. We can only give thanks. We cannot compare and God, I want Ka'efo's talents. I want her spiritual gift. I want that kind of anointing. You have different kind of anointings and gifts and talents. If everybody is like Ka'efo, the church will be quite chaotic. She's over there, cannot complain. Can you imagine if everybody is like her? We need someone like Wilson too. She is so much different than Pastor Efo. We need someone like Jing, he is different in a good way. We need uh, <laughs> you are you're all different. Yeah. There is a there is a slogan I read. You are unique, just one, just like everyone else. Because everybody is unique. You are unique just like everyone else. And who who has placed each of us in our own part and place and portion? Back back to the verse. It is God. It is God. And sometimes God has a funny way of putting us in ministry. I remember I first started ministry in the year 1995. Some of you are not born yet. I started ministry now. Uh, I'm a pastor. Sounds so, ooh, I'm a pastor. But I started my ministry, uh, very simple. I started my ministry as part of the prayer team. And I joined the prayer team accidentally. Uh, I was in the youth service. I wanted to go to the toilet, and I got lost. I went to a room where a bunch of people were praying, and they said, do you want to play with us? And I accidentally joined the prayer team. Uh, since then, I, I've been loyal in ministry, and God has increased and added some more responsibilities. When I was in campus ministry, I have a friend who's quite gangster-like, and he just repented and known Christ. And my friend, the leader of the campus ministry, said, do you want to help us in ministry? Yes. Very uh, can you hold a flag? Of course I can hold a flag. So he said, okay, come uh, on Thursday 4 o'clock to this room in this campus. He said, okay, I come. And he comes and here's the flag. Hold it. And I wave it. And I do this. And before he realized it, he joined the dance ministry that day. Until <laughs> the end of his ministry. That's my gangster friend like, who joined the dance ministry. Accidentally. And sometimes God has funny ways of putting us in our own place and portion. But instead of comparing, I must be better than you. I'm different. It's not about different and better. It's how we contribute to the whole body of Christ. Okay, let's read on. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. I'm on 21, by the way. Verse 21, the head cannot cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. How many of you have seen your heart? You haven't seen it. But it's very important. Without it, you die. Right? Uh, and some of the parts that seems not so elegant. Right? How many of you have seen your... um? Going to the toilet organ. That's not so nice. But if you don't have it, you'll be in a lot of trouble. Every part. Sometimes it looks a bit funny, sounds a bit funny, is needed. And then I want to jump to verse 24b. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for the harmony among the members, among the different parts of the body, so that all the members care for each other. Does it say the word care there? In my translation it says care. So that all the members care for each other. We need to care for one another. You know what is the opposite of care? It's don't care. It's, it's really easy. Don't sometimes you think too difficult. What's the opposite? It's actually just don't care. I mentioned before one of the enemies in ministry is comparison. The spirit of comparison. You know what's another thing? It's cousin. The spirit of competition. We, we're not in the business of competition. Uh, last Sunday, I think we had Jofan going back for good, and we prayed for Jofan, and we do that many times. And sometimes I, I joke with my other pastor's friends. I said, you know that church in Jakarta, actually there's so many of their workers come from under my church. I should get commission from them. Each year, I keep sending very good people to them. become worship leader, musician, cell leader. We're supplying them. But you know, we, we, we never think about ministry like that. We're not in competition with Bethany, with Planet Shakers. We're all the body of Christ. And the fact that MPC can contribute to churches in Surabaya, in Indonesia, or whatever city, or whatever country in Malaysia, in, in Hong Kong, in China, we do that gladly, knowing that we are part of the big body of Christ on earth. And people, we send quality people, they become ministers, they become workers in those churches. And we are Thankful for us, it's such a privilege. And in this microcosmos of MPC, I want us to have the same mindset. We have MPC East service in Bayswater. Bayswater is so far, you know, you need passport to go to Bayswater. Yeah, I live in Bayswater. And he, there's MPC West in Weatherby, also so far. You pass you pass the Westgate Bridge. You need to change your clock. Right, it's it's really far. And then there is uh, here we have the English service or the Indonesian service, we're not in competition, we're not in a don't care mood, but we have to, what the Bible says, care for one another. What do you need? What can I supply? This is what I have. What is, what is it lacking in you? But let me, let me give that. We work together, and that's the body of Christ. And the last thing I want to share with you is this. The ministry, the church is, is seen as a body. That we work together on, on another aspect of the church, of ministry, of even Christian life. We always say that Christian life is is a spiritual warfare. You know, and have you seen a war movie? Nobody in a, in a war, when a country is at war, nobody says, I'm just a civilian. Everybody, whatever they do, they take even, even just a kitchen knife, whatever they have, even a fork to defend the country. What can you do? Oh, I cannot fight. I can cook. Good, you cook for the army because they need food too. Have you seen uh, the uh, the television commercial uh, army jobs or navy jobs, defense jobs, Australia? If you go to their website, they, they're they not just looking for people who fight and shoot. They look for plumbers, electricians, they look for uh, chaplains, they look for chefs. Really, they, they look for whatever jobs you can think of. Because when a nation is at war, nobody thinks, I can only fight if I cannot fight, I cannot take part. Everybody takes part. Suddenly... You cannot just say, I'm just a civilian. The enemy, when they come to attack, they don't ask you first, are you a civilian? When the devil attacks Christians, he doesn't ask, oh, are you workers or just a congregation? Oh, just a congregation. I'm not going to attack you. Nothing like that. It's either you take part in the ministry, in the spiritual battle, in whatever capacity you have to give to the body of Christ, or you just sit there. And yeah, you can just sit there for a while. Now. Before now, we listen to KaiFo. Let's invert Kaifu.
1: Thank you, Coco Cornell. Again, we are not in competition. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just want to continue again what uh, Coco Cornell, uh, Pastor Cornell already shared uh, for each one of us. Ministry is our life. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, meaning you say, God, you are the only God to my life, and I trust you, meaning God, my life is not my own. You take in charge. When we say like that, meaning our life is fully for him, then it's equal with my life equal to the work of God. The work of God equal to ministry. Uh, according to the New Testament, he said like ministry is doing what Christ do. If you are a Christian, your life is ministry. Like what Pastor Cornel already said uh, Ministry is not only in the church, ministry is not only in the list that one that one is fair and fantastic. But ministry is beyond that, ministry is your life, yeah. So, when we do our life daily, that is your ministry, whatever you are and wherever you are. If you are a student in your workplace, in your uh, university, that is the place of your ministry. Even in the church, when you are uh, involving in the church department, that is also your ministry. Your ministry is your life, because your life is not your own I would like to open just one um, first, Acts chapter 20 verse 24, this is what Paul said, Acts chapter 20 verse 24 I read according to my translation in here my translation, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> there is no a standard version no, no ESV no <laughs> But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself. If only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus. In an I V, it said like, "If only I can finish." Oh, the same. Okay, has yeah. <laughs> If only I can finish the course and the ministry. He said, like Paul said, I do not count my life is precious. I do not count my comfort is precious. I do not count my future is precious. I do not count my rights as human being is precious. If only this is what I want. I can finish the course, the calling, what God wants me to do, and the ministry that he gave to me. A Christian is a life full of minister to one, one another. Uh, ministry is is bringing people come toward God. When we minister to one another, first we minister to one another. We bring people to growth in their life, to growth in their faith, to grow in their walk of holiness, to grow to what to glorify Jesus. That is our life supposed to be. That is ministry. And then uh, some of you may might think might think that I will do ministry to please or to. To be loved by God more. I will do ministry so that I can go to heaven or I will be saved. I will do ministry so that da, da 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 da. No, it's, it's a wrong mindset, my friends. Because there is one time in my life I do ministry so that I will love God more or I will go to heaven surely. <laughs> you go to heaven because you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and that is free, without condition. But when we do ministry, it's the opposite way. When we do ministry because we receive him, then we do ministry. Then we serve one another. I just want to close with this um, quote, very famous quote in Excellent Servant Camp. It says like this, receiving Jesus costs nothing. You receive Jesus, thank you Lord Jesus, I receive you as Lord and Savior. Costs nothing because Jesus had paid it all. Following Jesus costs something. When you say, yes, I am a Christian, it costs something. When people mock you, no, I'm going to follow you. It costs something. But serving Jesus, this is what God called us to be. Serving Jesus costs everything. Serving Jesus costs your life, costs your time, costs your comfort. Everything. But again, my life is not my own. Yes. (laughs) Our life is not our own.